G'day, so we're further exploring the post-consumer transitioning. In today's episode, we're going to explore the, the connection between the off-message in reference to a paradigm. So that would be the off-message um, of post-consumer branding. So the way how you are delegitimizing the buyer's journey set for all marketing and advertising. That is an off-message. So... Um, and then the way how that relates to the product return of the consumer, which I've talked about prior, it was a while ago now. And so what I want to explore is the way how that they relate or are interrelated, and then the way how I can further explore the reason why enterprise good has been created um, to bridge a divide uh, between the product return of the consumer and that off message. So what I'll do is I'll give an overview of the of the product return of the consumer, and then and then explore that difference or explore the connection. So what do we understand? But when you know you send in a product, you return a product. You know ultimately we don't like maybe what we bought, maybe it doesn't fit, uh, maybe we have a change of heart depending on the nature of the returns policies of the business that we bought from will depend whether or not there's a cost associated with our return. So depending on the competitive pressure of the vertical will determine that policy. So if you're looking at fast fashion as a classic example, they have very liberal return policies. So what they're doing is that they're removing uh, the cost of that action. So it's part of their optimization of cu- you know customer journey mapping. So that's from you know not only from the way how that they would orientate towards a purchase, but then post purchase. So you're looking at you know customer care. So that's the whole journey from the acquisition of the client or you as a customer and then ultimately your retention which is would be after that purchase so the way how that they would make sure that this their relationship they're trying to engender is sticky so that's in reference to ultimately just to one product so when you're looking at the form of life of the consumer so to return the product that was given as that's obviously completely different because this is not something that is not even kind of well flagged as being even remotely possible and the reason why if people don't have an understanding of say data as being a product and a product sold that can be utilized for advertiser marketers so we get an understanding of the the kind of the the uh, proxy for ourselves the way how the our click kind of flows or our imprint or tracking um, enables data to be collected to then profile us in reference to the agency that we're credited and this is half the problem with any kind of profiling is always in reference to what you can do so if that profiling is in reference to what you can do what's presupposed that you can do well that's you can only demand as a consumer of life you can't command so when the product return of the consumer is 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 something that we're we're potentializing that's ultimately because people are looking at uh, they know that they're a consumer of life but what they're doing is that they understand that they that the economy does not produce goods and services the economy produces a form of life in order to substantiate the way things are given so when you when you when you're putting it in frames of the economy produces a form of life that's that's the determiner for what would be a product return because it presupposes people are always going to be sold on themselves as the consumers that they're taken for or they're credited as 
right? But why is that the case? That's what that do is that that kind of sanctions an apathy or a lack of of change that you credit people with. Ultimately, does it not? And the answer would be, well, obviously it does, because if if business is sold on uh, uh, through a customer first orientation through that customer journey mapping, the only reason why they can be so is because they're sold on the consumer first. So if you are returning the product that you're given as, that means to say that a whole customer journey mapping becomes really problematic because you're not sold on yourself as a consumer. So you're not sold on the credit, the agency that you're credited with. So what you do in that context when you are, you know, you're returning the product that you're sold as is that you have to give notice, all right? You're giving notice. So what's our frame of reference for giving notice? Well, the way how we give notice when we are working or we quit our jobs, we serve a period of notice. So we give notice that we are we are quitting, and so therefore we serve. So what happens is that the product return of the um, of the consumer that gives notice is giving notice of that of a period, all right? A period. So that would that period would be the transition that if business is is um, sees that signal, sees something within the din of the marketplace that is a potential that would make make their business sustainable in reference to a zero growth world. That's the way I frame it. Okay, so because in that case you're putting on you're giving notice and you're putting on notice. So the putting on notice is important because to give notice is to say this is no longer worthy of of us as people. Is what you're doing. So that the way how you that you give notice of that product return, as I talked about, is all the myriad different ways that people can be do that. The artful ways. So it could be messages on a train. It can be online. It can be anywhere where because where, the notice that you're giving is to giving notice to the no ones of the world, which is what all of we all of us are. We're the no ones of the world. So we're giving notice to other people of our intent to basically to to return the product that we're sold as. So if you have that, and that's a civilizational conversation because the messages that you are giving are orientated towards people to understand the way how they produce themselves as a consumer. So if you if that's the orientation, then ultimately what you're doing is that you understand the way how the limitation of agency gets sanctioned through the communication channels. And it doesn't matter which communication channels they are. It can be the, the narratives of a state or it could be a, a company that's selling you shampoo. They are, they are products because the form of life frames communication. So if you never take issue with the way how you produce that form of life, you never give a context to anything that you, that's said to you, then you won't understand that it's all marketing. It's all selling you something, all right? So when the product return is, so it gives notice, it puts on notice. So it's putting on notice who? Well, it's putting on notice business, but it's putting on notice business cannot communicate to people the way how they've done prior when a customer first orientation has framed communications because that would mean to say that they're sold on the consumer to make the person recede because they have a customer first orientation so a consumer is only credited their want so if you are you know giving notice to put on notice that that is not good enough that means to say that the communication that is coming from business would have to change Right, so if it's changing, it changes in reference to what? Well, that would be the off message, which I talk about. So the off message in reference to a paradigm, you think that what does business do? It kind of markets uh, a lack to brand want. 
the lack that it markets is ultimately the lack of agency that we credit ourselves with as consumers of life. We don't credit ourselves with creativity. And so the, the absence or the lack of creativity that's marketed allows people to be sold outside themselves into derivative ecstasies um, and so therefore entrain their vision not to see what they uh, what they acquit themselves of when they are beholden to a way of life or an existential totalitarianism. Because if the lifetime value of time given as an economic good is to produce the form of life, right? it produces the form of life to do what? To only demand... To, 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 to sanction a limitation of agency that is constantly solicited, is constantly, uh, vows, uh, is constantly um, sanctioned, legitimized, right, through the way how you're communicated. So that lifetime value of time being uh, um, given as an economic good means to say that that orientation is an existential propaganda that and that, that that through the way how we're sold we can't see that totalizing claim that's made on time because we only understand the consumer is that a consumer is given credit for their want so that's all the only our understanding of a consumer is only in reference to the agency that we're credited with as i always say but not the claim that we acquit ourselves of so when you have a product return of a consumer that all the people people are giving you know giving notices to put on notice they have an understanding of the way how they produce themselves as a consumer don't they? to only be credited that much so any off message it's often referenced to the branding of want okay so that would be the branding of want that relates to the individual buyer's journey that that specific business is really focusing on but in that context the off message has to be given within an ecosystem um, of enterprise good now why would that be the case all right so if you think that what what, what when i talk to when i talk to myself ultimately when i talk when i'm talking about this uh, where i'm what i'm trying trying to do is to so people have an understanding of their actions speak louder than words you're sold on economizing actions you're only credit you only credit yourself with so much you don't credit yourself with creating the world right because you practice economizing actions you absence yourself to seek a return for that absencing all right so you are seeking compensation for it all right and so in that way that's the paradigm all right so i'm saying well you got to look at that your actions have an opportunity cost all right so here's the opportunity cost of your actions if you credit yourself with creativity then you can actually create a change that would become you and become the world because what you ultimately are doing is that you are crediting yourself with the creation of the world so if that's the case and so the product return of the consumer is giving notice of that command of creativity or the exceptionalism that's that is beyond the preference that it's otherwise reduced to you've got to think of what exceptionalism here is if the exceptionalism is in, reduced to the choice of you know competing kind of substitutable goods but then it's related to the choice on the time making an exception to the givenness of time given as an economic good that means to say that you're making an exception to the form of life because if time's given as an economic good and it's given as the means to produce the form of life and you take exception to that then you are potentializing you not being a consumer you're potentializing the creativity that marketing marketers don't give you credit for so the off message has to address that right, but it can only be addressed within the ecosystem because if it if it's not then if you're looking at the signal of a, a product return of the consumer and what businesses are orientated towards, the paradigm is they're orientated towards your demand. 
All right. So if you think, and here comes a movement that is that is different. Okay. And, but there's a signal. So there's enough entrepreneurs and there's enough opportunists that can see something that's occurring here. So what they want to do is they want to align with the movement. That's what all businesses do. They're wanting to leverage the movement. But if the, if their leveraging is precluded because I've created the ecosystem of enterprise good, all right, that's why I created it. So people can't leverage it beyond the end that I've designated for the civilizational enterprise, which is to release creativity, to animate a creativity where we create a world beyond um, the commercial paradigm. So ultimately that we unmarket life. So that's the reason, the necessity of enterprise good. You'll understand why it's a necessity and why I call it post-consumer branding and why if I'm the only one who fucking talks about post-consumer branding, all right, so therefore, and I am, um, that means to say that the context of the of the um, product return of the consumer to the off message is to ensure that there's integrity right, to the whole civilizational enterprise. All right, so if it's the bookends to it yes because the signal is given within the market but the signal highlights to the market you got to think of the way our business works a signal a price signal what's a price signal price signal indicates that if there's a price signal that there can be more um that there are certain returns that are above a certain rate of return that's going to attract capital or going to attract entrepreneurs to exploit the opportunity yes and you're going to say well yes because there's above market rate of returns and that's what happens to then bring down basically maybe the price or to thin out the margins that are otherwise above a market rate here comes a situation where you have a movement where where business can can see that signal it's not price, okay? It's not a price signal, but it's a cultural signal. And, and you know, if you're looking at the form of life of the consumer is failing that necessitates the marketing of intangibles. And so here is this movement that is giving you an indication. It's a, like a, a spiritual um it's a spiritual question or it's, it's, it's dealing with our way of life and our form of life. So it's, it has this orientation that is not, it is beyond the paradigm, okay? It's just the conversation that we're not having, but it can be, what it can be done, it can be given as something that is supplementary to the commercial imperative of enterprise and so be akin to a social enterprise, but it's not a social enterprise, is it? Because you're not leveraging the want of the consumer to make good on that to, 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 to um, be orientated towards initiatives that doesn't potentialize the relationality, you presuppose the relationality because you're leveraging the want that you only credit people with when you have a customer-first orientation to then to, to, to leverage it for a good that is always supplementary to that. A civilizational enterprise doesn't presuppose the relationality, but yet the, the way how a business could approach it would be very much along those lines. And so you have to have... An ecosystem that basic that is that that is a defensive mechanism against its usurpation, okay? Because then the off message, if the off message is coming from the ecosystem, all right, that that is ultimately seated the conversation that people are having when you're when of the product return of the consumer, it's given within the same paradigm, yes. You don't have to say, well, yes, it is. So that means to say that the the ownership in inverted commas, as I always say, the ownership of that that conversation that is singular. All right. So enterprise good, we can say, owns the whole conversation. All right. And the reason why I say it owns it 
is because of the seating of the conversation relates to you as a person commanding the way our life is given, but then the way how that is a signal to business that would otherwise only see the demand and not the command that I credit you with. And so therefore I have to create it. I have to say that I own it as a temporary provisional thing because it's ultimately orientated towards the custodianship so when you're looking at the transition you've got to think of the nature of competition and the way how business tries to position to exploit opportunity so all i'm doing is that i'm precluding that from occurring by creating enterprise good where the off messages come from because in that way you know that those off messages are not fucking taking the piss right because they're in the ecosystem of enterprise good Okay, that's why it's important. There's more trust. That's the whole thing about the faith in the process, but then the trust. So that so when a person so when you are giving notice to put on notice, the putting on notice of the messaging is not good enough. The off messages come, but they come from something that's sanctioned because it's within the ecosystem. And so those off messages are not going to be considered to be as cynically as what we would otherwise consider them to be when a business is approaching Mark, uh, is selling you nothing ultimately. All right, so think of the context of what I always talk about of the off message. You're not selling anything. You're, you're having a conversation, uh, that civilizational conversation that people are having already about when they're putting, when they're giving notices to put on notice or the product return of the consumer. That the business within the ecosystem is through the, the the roles of marketers is engaged in a cooperative ethos with other marketers within the business to facilitate that conversation. So to potentialize you know, people in the ecosystem, all right? And, and the, the way how I talk about the way how that you make roles permeable in reference to, to what they do and then the way how you're potentializing um, people. If you're looking at the division between labor and, and consumption or producer and consumer and the way how ultimately people can become loyal to the ecosystem irrespective of that. So what they do is that if you, competition is in reference to culture, that will allow the indistinction um, or the distinction that we otherwise presuppose of producer and consumer to become indistinct when you're looking at the ecosystem. And this is beyond the way how we understand a, a, a producer, um, not a a produ- not a producer, a prosumer, a prosumer. You know the 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 way how the prosumer is marketed is only really a development of the consumer. Because if you have, and this is why it's an impasse because it, it sanctions it sanctions the homogenization of production. But then what you do is that you tailor the individualization. Uh, to customization and so therefore if a person engages in the production process of what they consume then that somehow makes them different to a consumer no it doesn't because it still sanctions the agency that the relationality is reduced to and so therefore what makes the business sustainable you're not potentializing the relationality beyond want all right and so therefore you're not orientated to what would make business sustainable in a zero growth world so when you look at that the, the way how you make business sustainable in a zero growth world comes down to ultimately to cost. It doesn't come down to improving the margins of what they do. You're ultimately removing cost out of what you do because when you potentialize the relationality, that's ultimately what you're doing is that you're removing cost. But what's the ultimate cost? It's the opportunity cost of your actions to produce you as a form of life. All costs can be reduced down to that. And we don't realize it. So when you frame it like that, because you've got to think, the economy produces a form of life. 
So your actions have an opportunity cost. And all costs of business are in reference to the opportunity cost that you don't even know exists. So when people become aware of it, they're, they're delegitimizing the product that business is sold on to have a customer first orientation. If you are addressing the cost, you're addressing the relationality of people. That means you're creating a more intimate relationality because you're crediting each other with creativity. You don't have to compensate um, for yourself, all right, through the way, the return on your actions. If you're orientated towards addressing your marginality, you're addressing your in, you being indivisibly given to what you do and ultimately to a love of what you do. And so you don't need to be compensated for the absencing that is presupposed when you're seeking a return. And so you can say that that civilizational enterprise, when the product return of the consumer is is giving notices to put on notice and the first and the first the off message are giving you a sign that business that would otherwise be orientated towards demand is realizing no it is the command of people and that's why it's the most democratic movement that we will see because you are democratizing creativity because we don't credit ourselves with creativity when when we're marketed a want of life and we only consider ourselves as consumers of life and not life's co-creators but so you can understand that that off message is 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 futural because what people in giving notice of the or the product return of the consumer is also a future orientation because you're crediting yourself now with the creation of a world that you are going to bequeath to our descendants. So in this way, what we are doing, we're setting up an orientation for the future that is not going to be beholden to the past simply because people credit themselves with creating the world. And through them doing that, through them participating in that, they contribute to a legacy all right, a collective legacy beyond any legacy that we know. That's why I that's why I frame it as that we will become the ancestors of the first earthlings because the first earthlings will be the ones that are given to 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 the earth singularly as a people eventually from all the different peoples of the world because the form of life is transcendent because our paradigm is commerce. So when you address the way how you produce the universal's pretense, that's all a consumer is. It has the pretense to be universal, but it's not universal. It's a religious form of life. So when you address that unavowed religiosity and you address the pretense to its universalism, what you do is that you create you are the first you are the ancestors of the first earthling and the first earth culture that we'll probably know and that maybe we have ever known who knows anyway until next time take care